Hi, this is Chris Baldwin, a.k.a. Fight Goddess with Skull Combat Sports Equipment, and you are listening to Eddie Goldman with No Holds Barred. Hi, my name is Melissa Smith from GirlBoxing.org, and I'm listening to No Holds Barred with Eddie Goldman. Once again, this is Eddie Goldman on No Holds Barred. On this edition of the show, we once again spoke with our colleagues Chris Baldwin of The War Room and Melissa Smith of Girl Boxing on The War Room. A video of this discussion has also been posted on the War Sports YouTube page. Our guests were fighter and model Avril Matthew and promoter and former fighter Terry Moss, a 2015 inductee in the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame and CEO of the Buckhead Fight Club. We spoke with them by Zoom Tuesday, May 17th. On June 11th, the unbeaten April Matthew continues her quest to get a title fight as she fights on the Summertime Brawl Show at the Center States Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. We spoke with her about her journey into boxing and with Terry Moss about her role as a promoter. What's up, fight fans from around the world? Welcome back to the War Room. I am your fight goddess, Chris Baldwin, and I'm here with my boy, Mr. Eddie Goldman. He is an award-winning sports journalist and my sister, Melissa Smith. She is a women's boxing historian, and we got two very special people in the house today. We want to welcome Terry Moss from Atlanta, Georgia. That's right, Terry Moss from Atlanta, Georgia, and Avril, am I saying that right, Avril Matthew? From Australia. That's right. She is. uh, Now, thank you guys both for being here. Terry is a former professional boxer inducted into the Women's Boxing Hall of Fame in 2015. She owns a boxing gym called the Buckhead Fight Club. I like that. And now promoting fights in Atlanta, Georgia with her company. Is that BFC? The Last Round Promotions? Right. And and our girl Avril here, uh, Mathis, is an Australian and Swiss professional boxer, model, and fitness expert, and she's fighting on the undercard of the Summer Bash happening in Atlanta, Georgia on June 11th. Now, you know, we're going to kick this off, Terry, to you because there aren't very many women promoters in this business, and you're a professional fighter, and you just like, boom, said, let's get into the promotions game. So tell us how that came about. Tell us about this card and how you got Averill in uh, on this in this fight game here. On well, sure. Um, uh, let me just start by saying that this is a co-promotion with BFC The Last Round and the Prestige Boxing Advisory Group. So uh, my partner in this is John Beninati. He's, uh, you know, he's worked with Don King, Al Heyman, all those guys, Mayweathers. He's, he, he matched fights for Mike Tyson. I mean, Christy Martin, he's been around forever. So he's a really good connection with me. I've been promoting shows since like, uh, I think I started, first one was 2010. So it's been a minute. Yeah, we've done a lot. I've done probably 70, 70 shows since then. So quite an extensive you know, background in that. And he's been in boxing for since before I was born. So right on. <laughs> so between the two of us, yeah, we've got a pretty good uh, 
pretty good thing we're we're trying to kick off here. So um, we're excited, and we got Avril. So how good is that? Right, right, Avril. How, now tell us how you got into boxing, and you went from modeling to boxing, or from modeling to to to, to boxing to modeling. Which happened first? Uh, I kind of always have done both at the same time, actually. Um, so when I was a teenager, I started doing Muay Thai. And, um, you know, as teenagers do, was very inconsistent with it. But in my 20s, I started to become a little more obsessed and was going to Thailand all the, the time to train. And at one point I threw a kick. And when I put my foot back on the ground, I broke my foot. It was like the weirdest injury. But I think because it was such a strange injury I thought it's no big deal and I just kept like persisting on it and didn't ever wear a moon boot like the doctor said I didn't like take the rest that I was supposed to or anything like that and so during that time while I couldn't throw kicks or knees because I couldn't put the foot back on the ground um, and my foot was like huge and swollen and black and blue and whatever I was like okay, like, uh, I guess I'm just boxing for now then. Like I couldn't run, I couldn't jump, nothing. And so that was how I started boxing. And I couldn't walk properly for nine months, but after six months, I managed to have my first amateur fight um, because I just was like, it was a, you know, with Muay Thai, I never had any interest in fighting. It was more just like a fitness thing and it right. made you feel invincible and whatever, like kicking and kicking and going, create, you know, as hard as you can. But with boxing, it's a lot more like defense and movement and there's a lot more to it. And that was when I became obsessed and I wanted to fight because I was like, all right, like someone threw a punch at me. I need to like check that I'm doing it right and moving and making them miss. It's not just all about attacking. And uh, yes, so once I had that first amateur fight, I remember I was like halfway through the third round before my brain finally kicked in. And I was like, oh, what do I know about boxing? <laughs> the whole thing was just like a huge adrenaline rush and I loved wow. it. It was so much fun. And um, I just wanted to, at first, my goal was to get through a fight, being able to like focus from start to finish without just being, you know, in that mode of like craziness. Um, but yeah, I just, and I just kept going with it because I, just loved it. Um, and now you're seven and oh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> as a pro. Nice as so a pro. It just, kind of, it just kind of kept going and going. Like when I was in Australia, I was married. We owned a gym together. And it was sort of like, that was my life. You know, it was like, and I was very happy doing that. Not a boxing gym, just a regular gym, but we put a boxing ring in it. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and uh, when I split from my ex, I was like, okay, like I can be anywhere I want in the world. I can do anything I want with my life. I don't need to be here doing this as much as I love it. Like what else is out there for me? And I had been spending a lot of time in America and Mexico, especially Vegas um, with modeling. And I, in that time had met people in the media that once they found out I was a boxer, they was like, oh, have you been to this gym, this gym and set up, you know, arrangements for me to go and train at different gym, you know, all these exclusive gyms, like the Mayweather gym and the top ranked gym and all those gyms that like, you know, you have to know somebody to kind right. of go there. And in that, so Chris Algieri, who's actually helping coach me in this camp that I'm in right now, because my coach is in Australia I met him in Vegas in when he was in training camp to fight Pacquiao and we just met at like a meet and greet. And then we got along and I got along with the whole camp. So they said I could hang out and like watch the training session, whatever, of course, like one of the best in the world at my sport I want to. And uh, yeah, we just like got along and stayed in touch. And then um, a couple of years later, 
we ran into each other in the casino in Vegas, like just, you know, after I'd split from my ex and I was kind of like in this, oh, what am I going to do? Um, and I kind I knew I wanted to like take boxing seriously and just see how far I could go with it. Because in Australia, it's like, boxing is not a viable career. Um, like George Cambosos, who recently won uh, all the belts at lightweight, except for one that he's about to fight for, uh, June 5th, I think. Um, he uh, He's doing well, but he's like one of the first Australian boxers to really like financially do well out of boxing. All the other boxers have other jobs. Even the best male boxers in Australia, it's just not a viable career. We don't have the population right. of people to support the sport. So I was like, okay, if I want to take this seriously, like Australia is not the place for me. I need to get my ass over to America. And then when I met Chris randomly in Vegas on that trip, he invited me to Boca and uh, he introduced me to um, a, the coach that I was training with in Miami. And it just the re- it just kind of like went on from there. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming to America. Comes. And uh, yeah, I just figured it out, managed to get a visa for modeling, which was amazing. And uh, yeah, just been boxing and modeling my way to where I am now. So. Are, you, are you planning on staying permanently in the United States or have you figured that out at this point? Well, I just got um, my visa just got approved again. I've been here six years so far. I just got my visa approved for another five. So, so far, that's nice. my plan. Um, that's great. Oh, yeah, we'll see see what happens in life and where it takes me. So uh, one thing we noticed is that in your last fight in July in uh, September in Dubai, you fought six by three. Is that correct? Three minute rounds? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was oh, no? two minutes. It was two because it on the box record was listed as three minutes. So that's why we oh, wanted really? to ask you. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> this is news to me. And 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 for this fight. Right, it's, it's, it's listed as three minute rounds. So. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's I, <laughs> <laughs> I probably need to know that so I can let the commission know. We'll probably talk after to see what you prefer to do. So, um, oh, okay. So, you so, haven't fought professionally at three minute rounds yet? Not as far oh. as I know. I mean, I think I remember I had one fight where I think the first round was three minutes because they didn't switch the timer, but then they figured <laughs> it out and they, they switched it to two minutes after that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm yeah. I've always fought two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I typically train for three unless I have a fight coming up, then I start training for two, you know, right. just to get the condition. Why? Fight. Because in between fights, I want to focus more on conditioning. And mm-hmm. I might not be training as hard. I might be focusing more on technical stuff. So to have that extra time is beneficial. Um, but when I have a fight coming up, to a two-minute round is very different to a three-minute round because you can sprint for two minutes. You can't sprint for three minutes. So, you know, in a two-minute round, it's a lot more faster pace, um, a lot more action. You know, you have to right. – it's like more – it's like training for a sprint race compared to training for a middle right. distance so you're actually when you're doing the training you're actually like now in, in camp you're you're sparring at two minutes two minutes yeah well, which do you prefer because there's a debate different people have different opinions different sanctioning bodies have different opinions if it were up to you which would it be two minutes or three, three minutes? minutes three minutes for sure yeah because you can just do more in three minutes and as well like a six round, I mean, think of it when you first start, you start with four rounds, four by two minute rounds. 
amateur fights are longer than that. In amateurs, it's three by three minutes. That's mm-hmm. nine minutes of action compared to eight minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's so easy to get draws when you have so little time to display whatever you need to to the judges, um, which I don't like draws. I had one of them. It was very deflating right. after all the work. <laughs> I mean, it's better than a loss, I guess, but still it's like, it sucks. I've never understood why, you know, rounds aren't like the the bouts aren't like odd numbers, like, you know, right. seven rounds or 13 rounds or 11 <laughs> rounds, you know, so there, there's a clear cut decision. It yeah, used to be the championship fights with 15 with rounds. 15. Yeah. Too many people. Yeah, I remember those people. days. Yeah. Terry, did you have you fought three minute rounds in your career? Uh, I can't remember. I may have had a fight. It. I may have had one fight. Not that it yeah. went went on. I mean, back then it didn't even go on record if you did, but yeah, I think exactly. one fight at three minutes. It was a six round fight. Um, yeah. but, but it was a mistake, maybe I think about again by the commission, you know, that that sometimes happens. But uh, yeah. I agree with her. I mean, the, the two minute round is a is a much different pace and you can't get as much done. I mean, there's uh I think you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of speculation on women's boxing about two minute or three minute rounds. You know, my person, you know, I've been doing this a long time. My opinion is two minute rounds is usually why women's fights are so exciting and they're so action packed. Three minute rounds will give you more time to do things, but it's going to slow the pace. So, you know, you have to think about what you want. You know, it's um, I like I like to see the fast pace of a woman's fight, but I also enjoy, you know, the long haul of a of a three minute fight, you know, so that you can see more more right. technical, just like she said, more technical savvy in the ring than just, you know, get in there and bang it out. You have so little time in two minutes. It's really, you're, you're literally on the stool half as long as you're fighting. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, it doesn't give you a lot of time to, to get anything yeah. done. But on the flip side, you know, it, it causes a pretty intense fight. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, one of those people that thinks those really beginner guys and those four round fights are the most fun to watch, even though they're sloppy, but they're just fighting with all their heart. And they sure are. That can be, sometimes can be Absolutely. the most entertaining of all the fights, you know, though we all love the big fights, but you know, um, you know, there's a lot to be, a lot to be bad there and you know women's boxing I think in the beginning you know uh, like when I was fighting I mean first of all nobody got paid and then you know it, it, when you did it was peanuts and it just there was no competition out there so you know the the fights were sloppy nobody would air them on television you know the skill level was you know sub adequate you know what I mean there just wasn't a lot you know you were fighting I mean women went straight into the pros back then because there were no amateurs you know you could you at least in the pros you'd be likely to get a fight so I don't know if Christy Martin ever had any amateur fights or Layla Ali I don't think none of us did. no no so, no not back then you just went pro I mean that's what you did and you know, you, you just go in there and get 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 a fight. But you know, if you imagine if you've never been in the ring, I remember my my pro debut. Uh, my my trainer said, "Just tell me a ten Muay Thai fights." I'm like, "Okay, I'll tell my ten Muay Thai." <laughs> but you could tell when I got in that ring that I never threw right. Rings, so, you know. Yeah. But, but you know, that's that's what we did. We had to learn in the ring. We you know, it was the only opportunity we had. So there wasn't a lot of sparring. There were definitely not a lot of trainers that wanted to train you. You know, I mean. It was a different world back then than it is now, but, you know, I'm just glad to see it changing and, you know, hoorah for, you know, what happened at Madison Square Garden and right. now Avril. I mean, she's she's coming up, you know, a, a pretty big promoter and, you know, just it's good to see women getting signed and, you know, money getting behind them mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. It's just a, it's a different world. It's still not it's not it's still pennies on the dollar for men's boxing, right. but, you know, it's definitely on the climb. So 
you know, I don't know well, the same, but but at least it's it's going in a certain direction. So yeah, and there's you know two Australian women are getting quite a lot of uh, coverage. Sky Nicholson for one, she was on the Taylor Serrano card, uh-huh. and Ebony Bridges is fighting uh, out of UK, and she just won a belt. So. Well, you know, a good friend Misha Mertz has a gym over there, and uh, yeah, she does. Right, and uh, but I, I can't remember the name of that other woman's champion that came out of there right around the time Misha was coming around. Uh, there's there's a WBC champion over there. I mean, they you know not a lot of money again, but um, there 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 have been some girls through through the times. But you know, even uh, like Melissa, our good friend uh, Misha, you know, she she was fighting when she had to come to the states just because it wasn't legal to fight there. Yeah, pretty it much. Was. I like what Katie Taylor did. It was not legal for. It was not legal. Well, uh, yeah. um, and and uh, she came to New York. She fought out of Gleason's gym for a while, right. and, and yeah, she was she's awesome. But was she was she was the first national champion. You know, one right. of the first national champions. And then at, at that time, you could fight in Melbourne, but you couldn't fight in Sydney. It was illegal right. in Sydney for a very long time, much yeah. longer than the rest of Australia. Right, right. So that's amazing. Yeah. So April, you used to fight, uh, you used to be signed by MTK or what promoter yeah. did you used to be signed by? Well, MTK are not a promoter in the US because there's a law that you can't be both a promoter and a management. Right. Um, so I was managed by MTK okay. in the US, um, but I'm sure you heard what happened. Oh, we've mm-hmm. been talking about that girl. <laughs> oh yeah, we're talking yeah. about that we, we next know. week too. <laughs> <laughs> which is the you know another good thing that um you know it's good that you can still get on you know i was i was talking to john about it and i said wow you know considering what's happened it's good that you have a fight you know what i'm saying i mean at least yeah it puts you in an awkward position but it's good that you can still come and get a fight and right. you know, still come and get a fight in the united there. states i mean so it's, it's interesting i mean at least you've had the experience in dubai um then you have another u.s fight and then see where it goes from here especially if you get the win yeah right. yeah i'm happy i'm grateful for the experience that's for sure yeah and yeah john's been very very helpful very in touch throughout the whole way you know it's like mm-hmm. of course it's good to have a manager to do all these things for you but you know when you're dealing with someone that's so easy to deal with you know and like on top mm-hmm. of things then right. it's it's a nice experience yeah right. and i guess you're yeah you're along with a lot of other fighters who are scrambling to find yeah. representation yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. because of the situation with MTK Global. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some big fighters like, you know, Chantel Cameron and Savannah Marshall, who champions and they're, they're in the same, Everybody. on the bicycle trying to find something. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of us, a lot. Yeah. They had over a hundred fighters. That's a huge oh, roster. Yeah. yeah. Huge, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> So look, yeah. Eddie, you got anything else uh, for these ladies here? Well, I, I just want to know from Avril. I, wa- I watched one of your fights, um, the one that was, uh, um, what was the opponent's name? Not your last fight. I couldn't couldn't find that one. But uh, the previous fight. That the Mexican girl. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. What do you feel, uh, uh, that you, uh, uh, Trejo, what do you feel that you have to, work on you, you I, I was surprised that the scores were as close as they were you know watching the video i thought you did much better than winning uh, four rounds to two but but what do you feel that you have to work on because that fight you, you were much taller and bigger you fought you know you just out fought her you fought on the outside you had better hand speed uh you know her that opponent was just very limited in, in what she could do 
but what do you feel that you have to do to work on to get to the next level? So the thing about her and actually a lot of my opponents uh, is that I'm the tall girl. So typically I'm fighting girls shorter than me um, in the weight class. How tall are you? I'm five, seven and a half. So for the weight class, I'm quite tall. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never even fought anyone close to my height, but she was by far the shortest. Normally they're around like five, four, five, five, but she was like five, one or something. So she was tiny. And And she fought small too. Yes, that was the thing. On top of that, her style was she would bend down literally and her head would be at my knees. Like how do you throw a punch from there? But so, you know, it was a, it was a good experience because it opened my eyes to like a new challenge because I'm sure I'm not, she's not going to be the last one that I get like that either. So that was cool. But um, one thing I've been working on a lot is not backing out tall because that was something that I would do in that fight is I was like, okay, she's down there. And so to, when she would come at me, I would like, I was dropping my hands a little bit as well. She got me a lot with, I think it was like a left hook. Um, But as I would come out, I would come out tall because I was like, oh, she can't reach me, but she'd be down here and she'd just be like launch up and over and like somehow land this punch from nowhere. Loop the right hand. Yeah. So I've been working on coming out like, you know, in a better position, more uh, grounded in my feet, um, taking more angles rather than going straight back. Um, Because yeah, when you fight against or even spar against a really much shorter person, sometimes for me anyway, I get into this bad habit of thinking like, oh, they can't touch me. And so I'll just like back straight out and up tall. Um, so yeah, I've been training myself out of that habit for month, ever since that fight, actually. All right. Collecting <laughs> um, bad habits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. And just, you know, keeping my elbows tight because, um, you know, the body's right at a good spot for them. Keeping my elbows tight and my defense tight, my hands up, especially when I get tired in those latter rounds. Um, you know, just the, the little technical things that you when you watch your own fight back, you're super critical of everything that you saw wrong um but yeah I think I used my distance pretty well with her um and uh I I landed a few good body shots with her as well when I saw her punches coming I was able to slip and get to her body nicely um but sometimes I smothered myself a little bit as well um I'd sort of come in and I'd get too close which was to her advantage um so yeah just been working on those things right on now now this fight on June 11 is there going to be a video or streaming of this fight? The one we just talked about that I watched the video on YouTube, but it was it just looked like somebody at ringside with a, yeah. with a phone or something. And I was um, getting seasick. because of that. <laughs> I had a friend changing. of mine film it for me because I didn't know if there was going to be any live streaming or any video of the fight. And I like to have the video at least for myself, you know, so. Yeah, so so this, this event will be broadcast live. I'm trying to think of the name of this company. I'm looking it up here. Um, let's see. I can find this for you. But we, we um, one way you can also follow is if you go to Buckhead Fight Club on Instagram or Facebook, we'll be posting a lot of the links and things you need for the tickets and, and for the broadcasting. And we'll be doing a bit of that mark, marketing there. But uh, I'll get the name of the company here before we go and send that to you. But it's going to be a, 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 night, a web broadcast that does very nice broadcast. So, okay. um, excellent. I'll get that to you put it on Twitter too. That's like yeah, Twitter. Bucket Fight Club's on Twitter. It's at Bucket FC for Fight Club. 
uh, right. on Twitter, and then you got uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. Yeah, because boxing really Twitter is is huge. Yeah, you know, I, I see love that, boxing Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I see. Avril, you have a huge following on Instagram, but on on Twitter, which is most of your content seems to be flow through from the Instagram. But boxing Twitter is really awesome. Yeah, I don't uh, use Twitter because when it first came out, you could only have like 140 characters. It's <laughs> yeah, still yeah, like that. It's, and it's not really a thing where you post pictures. And I was like, what do I write? Right. <laughs> but, it, but it's good think, for the boxing thing. Yeah. 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 I used to get on there. And if there was a fight on, I'd get on there just to like talk. Oh, yeah. Live tweet. That's what fight, we do. Yeah. We live tweet. Yeah. And now yeah. I like to just focus on the fight and watch. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll Terry. Terry. So, wait, the name of your promotions company is it Buck? It's, it's a CNC for Buckhead Fight Club, the okay. last round. And then, but Prestige uh, Boxing Advisory Group. It's a partnership. So by okay, all, okay, got you. Don't forget John, uh, John Beninati. Like I said, um, we're we're partnering together on this event. Um, yeah, we're really excited. The the web address for the promotion is it's boxing dot it's bxngtv.com, boxingtv.com. Right. And it might be boxing B O X B B what B X says B X yeah I think it I don't know if they got that right or not I'm looking on some of the broad, uh, the the stories that they've done on it but yeah oh. either that is boxing let me take a quick peek I should have been prepared for you guys I apologize. that's okay that's all right we're, yeah yeah we're war room here we right? just want to make sure that on. right like we want to make sure that everybody gets the right right link and they can right. get BXNG. tickets. Right. Can watch, yeah, watch your card yeah. and watch April. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a great broadcast. So these are guys are really top top broadcasters. So and they're right. uh, also you know I'm going to be doing one of my corporate fight night shows in October where we broadcast with these guys too. So oh, awesome. they do really good work. You guys will enjoy. Be cool. I want to so, see Meta versus Google. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Hey, that's one of my biggest shows. Uh, it's, it's a big one. So I'm excited about that. Too. They should both lose. <laughs> right. We hate them all. We hate them all. <laughs> yeah. All right. So look, uh, right. Melissa, you got anything else for uh, April no, or just, Terry? You no, know, wish, wishing you the best of luck and uh, in your camp. Hope it goes well and hope you get a, a good opponent. Um, and and so knock her ass out. Get to the next <laughs> level and and you know, join your, your Australian uh, boxing pals who are making a name for themselves in women's boxing right now. That'd be that's great. right. Yeah. That's right. So look, folks, that's all the time we have for you guys. I want to thank Terry and thank Avril for coming in and sharing your, uh, the, this new show that you guys got going down on June 11th. You guys make it's June 11th, right? Yes. June 11th. All right. Get your tickets. You fo follow Avril and Terry on Instagram, because they don't like Twitter, all right? But, I, like Twitter. <laughs> I like Twitter. <laughs> but Eddie, tell the people where they can find you, brother. Well, on Twitter, at NHB News, <laughs> and you can, you, I closed down my Instagram. It's a long story. And, and you can follow <laughs> EddieGoldman.com and my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Eddie Goldman. I'm looking at, a, a, there's a new, social network site that it doesn't have any sports on it but you might want to check out called common ground social only it's brand new so you could find me following the fights usually and other things on on twitter at nhb news so follow follow you back right on melissa let everybody know where they can find you baby well yeah i'm at girl boxing now on twitter and on instagram and i have my website girlboxing.org and um, thank you. 
thank you both for coming on the show with us. That's right. Avril, you want to give a shout out to anybody and tell people where they can find you? Um, <laughs> to my right. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram at Avril Mathy. I'm on all the uh, all the platforms at Avril Mathy, but Instagram is the one I'm most active on. All right, cool. All right, Terry, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, Buckhead Fight. Well, personally, Team Oz the Boss on Instagram, I Terry like Boss Facebook, but Buckhead Fight Club again, or Buckhead FC on Twitter. Uh, you can find us and find all this stuff on the shows and all the promotions and especially this one. So right <laughs> on. Right. Should, should we do an Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi? Aussie, Aussie, oi, oi, oi. But look, folks, before you guys, before we let you go, you need to smash that like button. Follow us. I'm on Twitter at Angry Afro Radio because I am that angry black woman. And follow me on, on Instagram at Fight Goddess Fitness. Dot com. Oh, no, that's just Fight Goddess Fitness. Okay, but I do have fightgoddessfitness.com. You guys want to check out my app, fightgoddessfitness.com. All right, that's all the time we have for you guys yeah. today. It's been real. Peace, love, and push up.